All right, hello, welcome to I Love Rock and Roll. I'm Ken Krantz. And my name is Chip Chantry. Ken, welcome to the Red Bank Comedy Festival. Welcome to the Red Bank Comedy Festival. We're doing our first uh, live podcast. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a light turnout, but the entire crowd is a dude named Bob. I think you all get to be guests tonight, which is which is very exciting. So uh, we're, we're excited about this. But we do have some amazing guests. Let's we we do have some amazing guests. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with us, we have a very funny stand-up comedian, the host of the American Loser podcast, uh, former alcoholic. Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> My good friend KP Burke. Happy to be back, fellas. I, I love this show. I love what you guys do. All right. Shared universe, baby. And uh, with us, the star of Clerks 1, 2, and 3, actor, writer, uh, Brian O'Halloran. Hey, it's good to be back. Jersey legend. Yes. This is a Jersey icon who drove pretty far from the Poconos for yeah. this. So. Yeah, yeah. It's not just, we're not zooming this in, folks. We're actually... In a building, uh, actually, funny enough, a building that's uh, been seen in Clerks 3. I'm not going to spoil it for people, but we're in a room where a scene was shot from Clerks 3. It's kind of spooky, uh, but it's great. It's good because there's no one else looking at us, so I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We're at, the, uh, we're at the movie theater, and I don't even know what this theater is called the anymore. The Basie Center right. Cinema. Right. Like old, right. old school Jersey, Central Jersey people will know it as the White Street Cinemas here in Red Bank. I, I would have said Bowtie, right? Right. Or the Bowtie, yeah. right? The Bowtie Theater. And then uh, the Basie people are sucking this whole town up like like Robert Wood Johnson sucking yes. up all of New Brunswick. Uh, so the Basie Theater bought this center. So now it's the Basie Center Cinemas. Yeah, that's fun. That that is that is a lot of fun. Yeah. Didn't you tell me Stress Factory in New Brunswick used to be a nightclub in was. your heyday? Is right. that right? I've, that is correct. Ken and I play there all the time. Yeah, three. Uh, it used to be called Club Three Seven Five, uh, and it was below the Japanese restaurant, which used to be called um, Ichiban or something like that. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's why I remember Ichiban, but I don't. I would not have remembered yeah, yeah. that it was. I, uh, I went to that club way, way too early before I became 21. And that's because <laughs> I knew the DJs. I was helping them and stuff. But it was a fun time. And then it turned into the stress factory. Bummer. Well, <laughs> by the way, this feels like it could have been a text chain. <laughs> I think that's what yeah. the listeners are saying yeah, right You guys now. are seeing our Facebook message right now. This is how this is happening. Thank you guys for coming out, yeah, by the way. We really appreciate it. Thank you for coming out in the rain. Well, yeah. What a horrible, horrible day for you guys to come out. We appreciate it. Thank you for uh, for dodging the rain with us. So uh, let's not waste any. Let's, let's tell them what the subject is. I figured since we're in here, uh, we're in the movie theater where parts of Clerks 3 were mm -hmm. shot and we're here with Brian O'Halloran. I thought we would talk uh, actors who uh, became musicians and um, why so many of them are so terrible at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's I mean, hopefully you people right here are going to experience some of the greatest cinema uh, stars and TV stars in the world that should have stayed in that world and did not uh, today. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, we've got we've got some clips of some pretty uh, well, I you know, some of them I think are pretty good. But Brian, yeah. why why do you think um A, why do so many actors want to uh become musicians and then why are so many of them so bad at it? 
Well, it's a it's a back and forth too. There are a lot of actors who dabble into becoming musicians, but then there are a lot of musicians who think they're actors. Right. Mm-hmm. But there are some who can do that transition, like Bowie mm-hmm. did a really great job of doing it. You know, Madonna obviously Tom somewhat. Tom Waits. Tom, Tom Waits. Waits. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a bunch who can do that. But the other way around, for some reason, like. And you would think, oh, actors do musical theater. This should be no brainer. But then, like, wait, better musicians write music <laughs> than, <laughs> <Yeah>. than actors. <laughs> um, so some can pull it off, and a lot usually go, well, that was nice of them. Okay, when's their next movie coming out? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, it, I, I, it would be interesting. I, I, I would be inspired if I, if I wanted to, you know, there are so many things that you could write about these days, like, you know, like, the, what's going on in Ukraine? War. Yeah. I mean, what is it good for? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Nothing. Wait, wait. Somebody wrote wait, that. Wait, write that down. Write that well, down. Well, I'm talking about how, you know, how our generation gets blamed for everything. Yes. Like, yeah. like as if we started this fire. Yes. But, yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Harry Truman. Wait, that was Doris some, someone Day, else wrote that song. I, I can't write songs. That's As you can see, actors can't write songs. They Oops, just copy. he did it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to shake it off. I don't think you should. <laughs> I don't think you should sing, though. Uh, seriously, though, Brian. I mean, I think you can dance. I mean, I think we can dance. If, if you we... want to. Yeah. I mean, uh, we can give, you know, a sense of a try. But Right, right, right. But, but I, listen, if your friends. If your friends. Are, yeah. If your friends won't dance. Yeah, if they don't. Then I won't dance. No, no friends. No friends of mine. I'm no, sorry. No friends of yours. You, you said it was your neighbor. Uh, that's yeah, his, oh, mine his neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Bob can dance oh. if he wants to. He can leave his. Did she go down on you in a theater? No, 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 that's Ming. That was Ming. That was Ming. <laughs> Hold on. You didn't bring him into it. Uh, that was Uncle Joey Ming. Um, let's talk about Brian. Let's start with uh, who's who's who do you, who do you think's done it very well? Oh, I, I I'm a big fan of it only because he does it very well. Him and his brother, uh, Jared Leto. I think Jared Leto with his Thirty Seconds to Mars like sold out arenas around the world and all sorts of stuff. Plus, he was also effed over by a record label, so. He's gotten it from both ends when it comes to being in the real. Mu- You're not a real musician until your record label yeah. screws you over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So he got the legitimate street cred of being a musician. <laughs> and he's like, that's like a band that people have heard of. It's not just like, oh, it's Jared Leto's band. It's like that's right. It's not like he just put out an right. Album. It's not like, like Kevin Bacon is up there. You know what right, I mean? Right. Or Jim Belushi's brother John. Or you yeah. know, it's just what? Yeah. Like and yeah. He, all what? he did was steal his did brother's Blues yeah, brother's did legacy. You just say right. Jim Belushi's yeah. brother John. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's really put an insult to him. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pat, do you have a one that did it? Did it right? One that I think did it right. Here, wait, Ming, can you play me? Um, yeah, actually, this one's my favorite. Okay. Um, and I'm also like a big fan of her as an actress. The 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 I think the one that I like the most though is Juliette Lewis. Have you heard? Oh, Julia uh, Lewis is great. And she still performs, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Any of this is. Yeah. Julia Lewis. So, Julia Lewis, famous of uh, everything. Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers, Christmas Vacation. Right. The two that go hand in hand, I think, in the same vein. But to me. Yeah. Damn, yeah. This sounds like. um, It it, it sounds like Iggy Pop once, once you hear this. This sounds singing. like it could be a Stooges song or something. Ken, this is her singing? Yeah. This is way better than I was giving it credit for. Yeah. 
All right, newfound respect. You like it? Do you like it? Give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. yeah she's if, no joke. If, if you watch her on YouTube, she uh, she's throwing herself around the stage yeah. like like those old like those old seventies glam stars. Yeah. Um. So her like yeah like I would actually like pay to go see her. Yeah. Um, she definitely has like the look and the body of like a, of a very young Bowie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It like says more about like, like a nine year old Bowie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I don't know why I did that. Um, who, who's your, who do you think has done it? KP, who's, who's your favorite? So this one's called, uh, Adrian Grenier or whatever from, uh, Entourage. Oh, does uh, he, I didn't realize he is a badass punk rock drummer. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. He was like legit underground New York stuff like uh, Mishka Shabali and all those guys. They all vouch him like his band they thought was going to pick up. And I think he just went for like a cheap paycheck with that Melissa Joan Hart movie. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll still play drums. You know, pay me to play drums kind of a thing. Yeah. But he's like legit outstanding drummer. I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Chip? Should we jump in with my first one who I think my favorite sure. is? Wait, but does, I think it was on the first first. He list. was excited in the text message about this. Yeah, I was I was very excited about this first one. Is, is it the first one on the list? Is it D, DJ on the first? Is that who it is? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> N- name that tune, gentlemen. This is as eighties as it gets. Yeah. Any, anybody know it? Ooh, is this a Miami Vice star himself? <laughs> The one and only Mr. Don Johnson doing Heartbeat. Yeah. Do you guys, right around applause, do you guys remember Heartbeat? Remember that? Amazing. Return the vocals up. Yeah. Your money don't mean much to me. This was in 1986, so this is like height of Miami Vice fame. He, I think Tubbs did an album too. Yeah. But uh, he did he did this one. It's called Heartbeat. It went to number five on the Billboard charts. Uh, this song was actually a, a Wendy Waldman song. Anybody does anybody know Wendy Waldman? Uh, she wrote it in 1982 and 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 then Helen Reddy covered it in like 83. I am woman. Uh, Helen Reddy did it, and then Don Johnson did it. Uh, the one one music review that I saw of it is Don Johnson sings as well as Glenn Fry acts. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a I think pretty pretty much on the nose. Uh, my favorite part of it. So it's it's called Heartbeat. It, it it again it went to number five on the Billboard charts. This single and um, the but the big news that it was was about technology. Uh, he released not just the album Heartbeat, Heartbeat and the, the the lead single, the title track. There was an hour-long feature-length music video that he released oh. called Heartbeat, where Johnson stars as a – I'm reading this right now from the – Johnson stars as a filmmaker in Latin America who is knocked unconscious during a border skirmish. He <laughs> – he then relives key moments from his past, recalling family and friends. And also cocaine was awesome. <laughs> that wasn't in the description, say. but I think I think that's implied. So, yeah, so it was like it took whole, it took an hour to tell that story. It took an hour <laughs> wow. to do that where it was basically so. So it was the song Heartbeat and there was a love interest kind of situation. But he was like a photographer in Latin America, Nicaragua or whatever. And then, like, I guess his life flashed before his eyes and uh through the form of many music videos. Uh, some of my favorite, uh, I'm, I'm just going to go through the track list real yeah, quick. Yeah. So Heartbeat kicks it off. 
heartbeat kicks it off strong, like we just heard. Voice on a hotline, everybody's Christmas mm. favorite. Uh, <laughs> the last sound love makes, which I was oh. going to do that impression, but I'm not going to. Uh, um, the uh, lost in your eyes, which was actually written by Tom Petty, was a mud crutch outtake from 1974, and somehow DJ got his hands on it. And then, of course, the ever popular, say it with me, Coco don't. <laughs> <laughs> then heartache away love roulette star tonight gotta get away and kicking it all uh, finishing it up can't take your memory and that was the uh, that was the album which was also the hour-long music video and then he followed up with 1989's let it roll album which uh, was i believe his swan song was uh coco his uh, engineer in the studio and uh <laughs> who threatened to burn all the tapes and he's like coco, coco, no, coco, no, coco, no, please. just wrote a song about someone burning all every track is something you, you can yell on linen jackets as you want yeah that's all things when you're on cocaine. If you've done like a nice eight ball on like yeah. a weekend in Atlantic City, there's your heartache away. Yeah, heartache yeah. away. Is that a voice on a hotline? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boy, I'm gonna start a night. Uh, hi, I'm lost in your eyes. Yeah. All right, gotta get away. There we go. Uh, so yeah, so that's a uh, that's Don Johnson, uh, heartbeat, right there. He, um, yeah, it's funny. I was this morning. I was getting ready for this. Yeah, and uh, I was just. Uh, smoking a joint, watching Don Johnson heartbeat yeah. on YouTube mm-hmm. instead of promoting. <laughs> <laughs> so happy I asked you to do this. I love you. Ben. <laughs> um, well, my girlfriend walked in and she was like, "Are you watching Don Johnson videos?" Yeah, I was like, "Yeah." Mm. She was. What the fuck am I doing with my life? (laughs) (laughs) She went to law school. (laughs) Well, the fact that she knew Don Johnson alone was, uh, has got to be something. Well, she's an old bitch like me. Um, (laughs) well, Ken, I got a really big surprise for you and the audience here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Don Johnson. (laughs) Tubbs is going to come out instead. Um, what is Tubbs' name? Uh, it's three names, right? Tubbs. What was Tubbs? Philip Michael Thomas. Thank you, Ming. Philip, Philip Michael Thomas. Also had an album that I didn't take the time to look up. You think they they really missed the boat on doing uh, like uh, him, like the two of them should have done an Easy Lover cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Would you not listen to that? That I would watch an hour long video. Yeah. With like him and Phil Collins. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> no. Uh, Don Johnson and Tubbs. And Tubbs. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they did, and they did have Phil Phil Collins on Miami Vice. Yes, true. So, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I hate that there. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, Chip, you found another great one that. Uh, uh, man, can you pull up? People are strange. I didn't oh, find this, this one. one. This oh, one's no, KP, KP found this. I'm sorry, but, uh, but a great, a great one nonetheless. If anyone can guess who is singing this, yes. I will, I will, I will pay your part in this yeah. town. We'll give you uh, preferential seating if you can name this. <laughs> well, the arrangement sounds like the karaoke version. It really it does, does karaoke, right? or yeah, or like roller rink, yeah. You're not even like real. No way. Oh, really? <laughs> Anyone want to guess what it was? <laughs> the licks. Uh, similar body types. Edward Furlong. 
This That's young John Connor from T2. This is him doing the a Doors cover. I mean, he sounds like he's 12 here, right? How old was he? You know, was this like at, was this T2 time? The the album cover has him looking like John Connor era. Okay. For him, for right. sure. This is pre-American History X, when uh, yeah. I'm sure his music choices changed considerably. Right, right. Uh, wow. <laughs> brutal. That was, the, I don't know that I, I don't know that I'm happy that I know that song exists, but it's here. It's also kind of interesting that the dude's last name's like four long and he didn't last. Like, yeah. He was, <laughs> <laughs> like, it yeah. was pretty much that, over. Yeah, after that, that song that lasted for longer album. than I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Who told him it was a good idea? It's a cash grab. Don't worry about it. Don't and worry like, about DiCaprio. He's not coming for you. Not too far before that, Echo and the Bunnymen covered it and did a great job like they did it for the lost boys yeah. track oh, no shit. I mean, and they you, did a nice job to get licensing of uh of a song like that mm-hmm. to do the cover that's kind of expensive so it, yeah. it's curious to see who forked over the money thing like we'll totally rake it in with furlong singing this yeah like i would have rather heard arnold sing they come up to you want to kill you <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I want to see if anyone can figure out who this is. Uh, Ming, play Don't You Cry. Oof. I think it was number five. Now, I'm going to say this. He is a decent guitar player. I was watching you some YouTube. You sound like the baby of real men and so this is him playing guitar, too. This is him playing guitar. Apparently, he's a fairly accomplished blues guitar player. Would you feel the same if I was invisible, untouchable? I don't hate this. Just going to yeah, say Yeah, I, I hate that I don't hate this. Mm-hmm. Would you oh, really? I kind of hate it. <laughs> you no it's, I mean, there's definitely a, a Dylan feel to, to the voice. Anybody, anybody, any guesses? I don't even know that Shazam would know this if you tried. <laughs> this is... Let's, let's just say that when this was recorded, the studio was under siege. Whoa, 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 oh, wow, whoa. that's right, that's right, okay. Is this the one? We, we, oh, this is the big reveal. Yeah, this is Steven Seagal. Is this Sensei wow. Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Steven Seagal has released two blues albums. He's an Aikido master. Uh... Uh, the video for this has him like, like dancing with some lady in a house, but also teaching a bunch of random little kids karate. Hmm. <laughs> and now he lives in Russia. And now he That's lives right. in Russia. I heard um, one of the funniest showbiz stories I've ever heard. I heard on Howard Stern about Steven Seagal. Artie Lang used to tell this story that um, Rob Schneider did a movie with him and apparently Rob like went into his trailer, like Steven Seagal called him into his trailer. And when he walked in, he had a script in his hand and Steven Seagal says to Rob Schneider, I just finished reading the greatest screenplay ever written. And Rob Schneider was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Who wrote it? And Steven Seagal goes, I did. And that movie was Deuce Bigelow. Man. <laughs> and the rest is history. 
But he said he said it with a very straight face, like he thought he was kidding. And um, <laughs> the confidence that guy has. So that's him shredding on guitar, doing like, I mean, what genre are we calling that? I it's he he they're they're under blues. Um, it's weird too because like he, he I feel like he's just sort of like a little kid. Like, isn't he? Didn't he have a show where he was like pretending to be a cop, a cop. for a while? Yeah. Yeah. He was auxiliary yeah. police or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like Steven Seagal just goes through life like I want to be a musician. I'm going to be a fireman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a karate cop. <laughs> Um, what else? Oh, give me. So who, who would you, who would you put as maybe the most successful? Like, who do you think did not even necessarily the best, just who, who got the most? Anybody, anybody most successful actor turned musician. And by the way, I don't know the answer. I mean, Um, I I will say that, uh, 30, 30 seconds of Martin Jared Leto is, that's, that's a pretty big one. I feel like the Blues it's Brothers like the perfect were example. really uh, big. Mandy Moore? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, no. Miley she, Cyrus? Miley Cyrus, Man- yeah. Mandy started as a musician, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you said it, but I feel like there's more musicians turned actors right. that yeah. can do it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, there's a good Tom Waits quote about um, when they were saying, like, do, do you consider yourself an actor now? And, like, in classic Tom Waits fashion, he just goes, he goes, I'm not an actor. I do some acting. And he goes, I don't want to be one of those guys with like 19 things on his business card, like actor, comedian, podcaster, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Ming Chen, a shared universe. <laughs> but no, nah, that, that's weird, man. The Seagal thing. I was not, I'm still kind of shook by that. I don't, I'm probably going to listen to it on YouTube at home. I'm sorry, Carly. We're listening to that on the car ride home. <laughs> like he's playing a blues gig in St. Petersburg right now. Like that's what's happening. If he's living in Russia, do you think he's got like a Russian band, blues band? He he might. Yeah. I don't think they let black people in there. So that's probably he's probably the blues musician in Russia. <laughs> Working on a saxophone. He goes, wait till I bring you jazz. <laughs> Wait till you hear the trumpet. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. The first syllable is difficult. Um, In my country, blues plays me. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, okay. Uh, um, Eddie Murphy did. Yeah. Eddie Murphy did pretty well with that one Ugh. dumb song. Yes, he did. Where everybody. There we go. This shit went to number two. Yeah, this is number two. It was the seventh best-selling single of that year. Yeah. Was this playing at the nightclub that Stress Factory turned into, or? Uh, I'm sure it was playing at it one had to point. Be yeah, move, right? at one point. So this is Eddie Murphy's party all the time. Written and produced by Eddie Murphy. Rick James. Oh no shit, Rick James. And he's in the. He's in the video looking coked to the so, gills. Oh my God, he's so excited about what Eddie Murphy's doing. <laughs> so excited. He's just, oh my God, it's just, it's just Eddie Murphy just trying to sound like Michael Jackson. I was reading the reviews today that came out mm-hmm. for this song. And they were not good. Yeah. They, uh, I, I read one from from when it came out and the article was just titled 
Gumby goes disco. <laughs> <laughs> I want uh, to party all the time, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think if uh, Rick James just released this as a Rick James song, it would have been. Oh, it would have been huge. Yes. Like it yeah. would have been respected. Good People have been singing it. Yeah. They'd be playing everywhere. But because it was like Eddie Murphy, you mean huh, 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 Eddie yeah. Murphy? You know, that kind of thing. I think that's where it gets a little like, oh, that's sad. It was everywhere though. Like he did. I mean, it did, like again, it went to number two, and I like I remember it when I was a kid. Like that was it was it was. Do you guys know the 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 reason that the whole thing came about was that he had an argument with Eddie Murphy had an argument with Richard Pryor, and they had a bet. And I've seen it for two different ways. I think it was a hundred thousand dollar bet. Some people said it's a million dollar bet, but. Uh, uh, Richard Pryor bet Eddie Murphy that he was a terrible singer and could never have a hit or sing it. So it was a bet with Richard Pryor that he couldn't sing. And I don't know if he ever paid up because I don't know if he actually proved that he could sing. But uh, <laughs> it was a bet with uh, it, it w- was a bet with Richard Pryor. That's how that's how it started. Like we shit on Eddie Murphy for that. It's really not that bad. It's, it's he he's done more embarrassing things like. Pluto Nash or picking up that woman with the Adam's apple. Like he's done, <laughs> he's done some embarrassing things. This is, I'm not going to hit him for this too hard. <laughs> no. And it was, and you could not escape. He was so, that's what people don't remember is he was so big. Yeah. This is again, was 1985. Too he, big to fail. And again, he was like 23 at the time. He was yeah. 23 years old when, when that happened. Like, like I'm 26 right now. And it, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love that he did that out of spite, though. Like, that mm-hmm. makes me I, – I just have so much respect for yeah. spite and pettiness. Yeah. <laughs> and that was recorded in the party city of Buffalo, New York. Because that's where – That's Rick where Rick James, James was from. from. That's Wait, where what? Studio. Yeah, it was uh, – Rick James from Buffalo. And he I guess he had his big studio in Bu- – so that was – Oh, that's awesome. That was made in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Rick James. So then if that means if Prince had Paisley Park, Mm -hmm. what would Rick James's place be called? I think it was uh, called uh, the crack house on the left. (laughs) 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 Um, I have to uh, I have to pull this up, but I read Rick James's autobiography Mm -hmm. and it was. Uh, no exaggeration. One of the best rock biographies I ever read. And he um, wrote it. You said it's an autobiography. Yes. Yep. And I would, I would read it to my daughter when she was a baby, just because <laughs> I don't know, just to see how she turned out later. Yeah, you know, I was just, I was wondering if any of that kind of shit sticks. But um, wait, I think I think I have it here somewhere. Here, this is just. This is page one. Uh, I'm just going to read you just one paragraph from the Rick James biography. Page one. What do you think of Germany? Asked my manager. They're the biggest freaks of all. Let's fucking freak them. Next thing I know, I'm at the airport where, as the cats in my band are boarding the plane, I'm standing there popping quaaludes in many of their mouths. (laughs) I take two. We're getting fucked up because we're scared shitless of dying over the ocean. We drink ourselves into oblivion. That was page one. <laughs> that was on the first page. And the second page was actually a really nice pot pie recipe. Uh, he just, he really, he turned it around. Yeah. Um, we, I've actually read that book now twice. And we got to do a Rick James episode at some point. Um, we should do a Rick James biography where it's a choose your own adventure. Like that would be a lot of fun. 
<laughs> that would be. Do Quaaludes go to page 20? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Freak the Germans. Do- page 68. <laughs> um, give us a little uh, number seven. I told you. This was one of those. Were you the ones that brought this I to see, our attention? I, see, I, see, I, see, I never yeah. even knew this existed. Yeah, I, I was very aware that this existed. Picture, what actor could this here be? Here I come, here I come, here I come. Straight down the business, now you know I just begun. I think we know. Juliet Lewis. And when it comes to trouble with my mind, I overcome. The chaos and confusion, because you know I'm not the one. And when it comes to respect, yeah, give me some. So you wick whack, knick knack, dick decks, get back. I got the funky style, and you know you can't get with that. I got more. Hey, is this, uh, Justice comes, Thomas? Gets, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> From his Pepsi Can album. <laughs> this is uh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. And any, any guesses? Anybody? <laughs> so close, but so far away. Uh, this was a young actor. Uh, in, I believe this was the early '90s. Uh, this is Fox Television's own. Do you know who it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But good. Uh, married with children's own David Faustino, oh, Bud man. Bundy. Bud Bundy, David Faustino. Can you imagine? Like, yeah, he's not bad. He's not great. I mean, no, he's, no, no, he's no. not. If he didn't have a hit TV show. Yes. You'd be like, okay, this guy's got some cred. Yes. Um, so, it, It's got to be frustrating as like a real, like aspiring rapper yeah that they can't get a demo heard when you hear uh the married with children kid right dropping exactly. his you, you rap album you can't toil in obscurity like you can't just try and make mistakes or or you know grow it's like everybody sees you from day one but uh this was david faustino uh i and i remember this from being a kid even thinking it was hokey when i was like 11 uh he had announced that he was in a rap group called the outlaw posse mm and but that never there's no you can barely see anything online about that but he went by uh d lil or lil d what was it it had to be d if it went by lil d how did how could he have even shown his face in public right yeah yeah d yeah lil d yeah d lil uh he he and a couple other of his like contemporaries had a uh a, a they would uh, do these Thursday nights at Whiskey A Go Go on Sunset Boulevard, and it was Thursday night hip hop party called Ballistics, spelled in the craziest way you could imagine. Ballistics, well, like with dollar signs. Yeah, there's you know, all this stuff, and uh, but it was pretty legit because, and again, this is very early '90s, so uh, a, a little known NWA would show up, KRS One would show up. Um, they would do freestyle battles, and Will I Am from uh, Black, Black Eyed Peas was basically discovered. And you can hear Will I Am credit David Faustino Whoa. with really jumpstarting his career. Uh, and there was even a story where uh, David Faustino was on an episode of Ars- the Arsenio Hall show, and he had a plus one, like a guest to bring, and he brought a pretty unknown ice cube 
Ice Cube handed a demo tape to Arsenio Hall, and Arsenio Hall totally like blew him off. And it, but it was Ice Cube. So Faustino could have been the puff daddy of the white West Coast. He yes, he could. Yeah, yes, one hundred percent. Right. Yeah, D, uh, D Lil. D Lil. Lil. And then he would have been. Lil D. Yeah, Lil Diddy. <laughs> he was Scott Storch before Scott Storch. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, and then a couple years ago, I think it was 2011 ish, uh, he had dropped another track for called Mr. Funny Man for the soundtrack for the movie, the hit movie. Everybody say it with me again Atomic Shark. And uh, he went by the name Lil Gweed, G-W-E-E-D, Lil Gweed. Because I don't want to offend the black community anymore by taking their culture and appropriating it. I'm going to go with Lil Guido. Lil Guido, yes. Mood. Yes, exactly. So let's let's hit all the cultures while we're at it. Uh, I will say, there is, if you guys saw the show Drop the Mic, remember they're doing those like celebrity rap battles? He rap battles Joey Lawrence. Which again, come on, uh, he's not half bad. Was he's he like? Not half bad. Was he rapping with like whoa? Oh yeah, there was. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a one. lot of whoa references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, what other? What else could you reference? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> there's, there's not much. The guy's famous for one word. Yeah. <laughs> um. Fuck. But, and I'm not even hate. Like I would kill to be famous for one word. Ladies and gentlemen, Joey. Lo- no. <laughs> <laughs> um. We were talking about it like in the 80s. It just, oh, you know who we haven't talked about? Because uh, this this one is the funniest of all because he takes himself the most seriously. Uh, play, play number 11. What's up with youth? Oh. I'm scared because you do it right away. Yeah, well, I, yeah. And he, does take himself. he takes himself. <laughs> so, is it, you said this one? I've met this guy. Really? Okay, wait. Okay. I've I've sent I've sent five requests to interview him, and they don't even respond. He's trying to sound like Michael Jackson. Oh, oh, yes. This is Macaulay Culkin rapping. No, you're close. Close. I think a few years before that. Oh no, Brian White. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> Show's over. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh shit! This is Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Oh, shit. This is really. This is one of the Corys. Yeah. yeah. All right. I love this now. And you've met him. Yeah. He does comic cons and stuff, but also um, he plays at these cons. Like he has a show at the night. Uh, do he'll play like the after party and stuff. And oh, he travels man. with these girls called the Angels. They're all dressed up yeah. in angel wings and stuff and lingerie and stuff and pseudo play, you know, uh, uh, like Robert Plant playing, you know, guitars and stuff where they're just there to, to look. Oh, at like Robert it. Palmer. Yeah. yeah. Robert yeah. Palmer. yeah. I think Brian Johnston called us um, Chris Covert's angels at your roast. That was one of his jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that has context now. I feel better. There's a great, I think it's the Today Show or it's like some big morning show from a couple years ago where he's with the angels and he sings and dances and it's, I highly recommend it on, on YouTube. He actually did, he performed at, uh, I think it was in Pennsylvania. I think it was at like around State College, like maybe one of like the, the Phillies minor league teams. And after the thing, and the the stadium issued an apology the next day. Like, like I'm, not, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. 
<laughs> I'm not I, that, like that. Literally, 100% happened. But um, I, I love him though. I, if I you him. go, I would. I would love to interview him and not like not even to like be a dick because oh, yeah, that yeah. dude has. He's got. He's got stories. He's for sure. Man. Yeah. But um, there's a thing going. And his on. body of work that he did by the time he was. I thought you were about to talk about his body. I thought you were about like, and his body it's a wonderland. is banging. Yeah. Um, he, uh, there's a thing on TikTok where like people go to his shows just to make fun of his shows. Yeah. And they'll film him and the comments are like, I don't know how he hasn't killed himself. He's, but he's doing it, man. I, I give him credit, man. I give him, I give yeah. him credit too. Cause if I read any of those, like if somebody posted a clip of me doing stand up and, and put the comments that I see this dude get, yeah. that, that, that would be it for yeah. me. Yeah. Good for him. Um, so that's all you have to do to Brutal. get me to quick comedy is just leave one or two. Get on, like, get on YouTube right now. Just, you guys take out your phones real quick. Yeah, you can all take um, out your phones. <laughs> Ken, at Ken Krantz comic. <laughs> Remember uh, in the 80s when they were just everybody got they just if you were just a big star, you had to do a song yep. or an album. Mm-hmm. Um, remember this one. This one was stuck in my head this morning. Play play number 10, please. Remember this? This song, did, this song actually did well. This song did. This song was like a yeah. monster hit. Yeah. So you know, and it's not that bad. This isn't Swayze, is it? No. Uh, this is oh uh, Crocodile Dundee, Dundee Paul Hogan. Is that who this? <laughs> this is. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Peter Cetera feel. Yeah, yeah, they want to teach me how to read. <laughs> this was... Anybody? Uh, you guess so? Yeah. Jack Wagner. Nice. General, General Hospital. Hospital. And then Melrose Place, right? Yeah. yeah. If you listen to 98.3 Magic uh, Light FM, <laughs> it's like every hour this is played. Yeah. Or the point down in 90.3, the point. Nah. You'll hear this. If you lurk in an office or a doctor's office, you'll hear this all the time. Um, yeah, this was this was big. Do uh, go to number nine, please. It was probably like everybody's wedding song that that year. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Well, yeah, this is the big. Yeah. This was actually like this song was such a hit that you were like, why? How come this dude never did anything else? Yeah, we're talking musically. Okay. Yeah, musically. He continued with yeah, he did. He yes. Did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I meant musically. Right. They, they they couldn't give him another song on a soundtrack. The Baddest Man Alive for a time. He ripped a man's throat out. We saw it on yep. film. Yeah, absolutely. But as a as a, a immature kid back in that day. You know, you'd hear the, the lyrics and stuff like, you know, she's like the wind. Yes. <laughs> she blows. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was set up. It was like such she's a setup. Ready, of- yeah. This was like in the 80s. You could be like a ballet dancer and an action hero. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was, I mean, obviously, I know he was a dancer. Was he like a trained singer before this? Uh, he also, he was a trained dancer, but I mean, usually dancing and singing go hand in hand if you're going to yeah. do musicals. But uh, he also knew martial arts, too. Did he? Yeah. So, he was yeah. legit badass. Yeah, he was yeah. legit badass. Only guy that my mom pretty much admits she would leave my father for. Hmm. Yeah. Patrick Swayze? Yeah. Like, still? Like, still? Yeah, and then my dad later Even... told us that he would also leave my mom for Patrick Swayze. So, <laughs> got uncomfortable, but 
we can't watch Dirty Dancing as a family anymore. <laughs> I remember the very first time I watched Dirty Dancing, like my mom was this old, you know, Jewish broad. And uh, she spent her summers in the Catskills. And I remember her watching that movie and she identified with the Jennifer Grey character. She was like... That was me growing up. It's like they made a movie about my life. I was like, Mom, you were a whore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 14. Why are you telling me this? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Give us. How uh, did we miss Wahlberg, by the way? Sorry to interrupt, but. Oh, we missed Wahlberg totally. Like everyone just forgets about his rap career. But he he started. I feel like he started. Uh, rapping. Start like rapping. He, he, start, he was, yeah, he was part of the uh, the the boys. With the, the, the funky the, bunch. The funky bunch. No, 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 no. Oh, the brother, new kids on the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a new kid, then, then went solo like, and did the funky bunch yeah, he thing. So he was a musician Donnie, who went into Donnie. acting. Gotcha. This was actors trying to be musicians. If you see his second track off that Funky Bunch record, it's a weird thing. I, I totally regret not sending this to you, but you have like the jock jam, you know, forever hit of, uh, you know, the, the, the good vibration. Good vibration. And the second one is like him burning the American flag or something and talking about like, you know, like trying to do like a Brenda's got a baby kind of thing. It was uh, a very weird, that's... ugly look for Mark Wahlberg. You know, he's like Captain America, you know, or really Captain Boston now, essentially. But <laughs> yeah, it was a weird, weird look for him. I was not prepared for that part. I did not him. know the Funky Bunch did a concept album. So like, <laughs> yeah. Usually do the concept album like late in the career, right? Like right. When yeah. you're. Yeah. Like Sting put out an album about uh, like wooden ships. Yeah, sailing. And yeah. Sailing. It was like a whole album uh, about boats. And they turned it into an actual musical on Broadway. They did? Yeah, yeah. What? It was very short-lived. But yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Um, oh, you know what? We missed a good one because we were talking about Tom Waits before. Here we go. So this next one. So this actress put out an entire album of Tom Waits covers, which is an incredibly ballsy move to, yeah. to take such iconic songs. But um, play number three, please, Ming. I actually did not hate this at all. No, I, I listened to it. To, to me. It's a weird Enya almost thing, you know, kind of going on. But I was shocked when I found out who it was. This was, I got to send this one in. And it's a completely different arrangement. in the crowd and when I played this in the car she just like looked up and she doesn't pay attention to my music for shit and she just looks up and goes what the fuck are we listening to? <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen that was the voice of Miss Marky Post <laughs> no just wait for it this is bad she got a lot of shit for putting out an album dude she's talk singing too but I've never heard her sing in anything else, any of her roles. She's like super iconic. Ming has like hung photos of her with signatures in his studio. This is Nancy Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Just say no. <laughs> Anybody got any guesses? This is Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Right. Black Widow herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
makes no sense. Wait, Mink, can you pull up the original? Just let them hear the difference. I can see why. Uh, Anywhere she, I lay uh, my head. I can see why she married uh, Colin Yost. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, I once, uh, I was booked to open for him at this historic theater in the Hamptons, uh, in Sag Harbor. And I kept saying, uh, I was saying, that's okay. Yeah, listen to how. I think this is the Alyssa Milano version. Actually. <laughs> wait, wait, no, this is the Clarence Thomas. That, that's um, what it is. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> um, so I was booked to open for Colin. I was I was asked to open for Colin Jost once at this theater in the Hamptons, and I remember saying like, "Oh, I'm gonna get to." <laughs> Like, I'll get to hang out with Scarlett Johansson backstage. This is pretty cool. And uh, my wife at the time was like, you're you're that's not you're not meeting Scarlett Johansson. It's a dumb. Like, what do you think? She goes to all his show. I'm like, no, not all of them. But I bet she goes to the one in the beautiful neighborhood in the hamp. Like, I bet she goes to the real nice ones. And um, something happened with his management and they they couldn't get me approved and they canceled on me at the very last second and this is how this is how comedy goes uh by the way so i'm supposed to be saturday night in this historic theater in the hamptons and then i get a phone call about 30 minutes after they called to cancel the day of and it's somebody asking if i want to do a show in a hookah lounge (laughs) <laughs> in uh edison new jersey and um he was like hey you got anything tonight and i was like you know now i don't uh so i went to the hookah lounge like and now like i went from beautiful theater potentially scarlett johansson backstage to getting waved with a metal detector wand to go in to do my show and i asked them i had written all these jokes for the hamptons crowd so i explained to them that uh <laughs> I, I wasn't supposed to be there. And um, you weren't supposed to be there today. I wasn't supposed to be there that night. Uh, <laughs> and I told them, uh, but I was like, I wrote all these jokes for the Hamptons and it'd be a shame for them to go to waste. And can I try them out on you people? And they were like, yeah, sure, of course. And then I just went to like each person in the hookah lounge and asked if they were old money or new money. <laughs> 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 it's so funny. I, I know you feel, you know, just a year and a half ago, I was in this, this yeah. very theater with a crew of dozens and dozens filming a huge movie with Rosario Dawson, literally feet away from us. Yeah. And now here I am back in this theater. And uh, now here you are. With four, co- four or three other comics and Ming. And, um, Three yeah. features, not even three yeah, headlines. Three like not yeah. even at like least, three accomplished. At least you had hookah. <laughs> <laughs> and you want and you want to know what the real kick in the nuts is? Sunday morning, I wake up. I'm reading the New York Post. It's got the page six sightings. Spotted backstage at Colin Jost Sag Harbor show. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Do you think she opened for him with a song? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. We should start winding this up, but there's one or two left. This here's one that we didn't mention. Um, Play play number eight, please. (laughs) 
This I actually like a lot. I'm not a huge country fan. I like when it's kind of country and rock mixed. This is more like traveling music. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. You're in the car, you're driving. Um, Road tripping. But this. On your way to the Hamptons. <laughs> you get that phone call. <laughs> what? Canceled. But I was supposed to meet Scarlett. <laughs> Where? Hedison. <laughs> Who got? I was supposed to have caviar. <laughs> you turn this up. Turn it up. Uh, Drown your sorrow. I used to be somebody, but now I am somebody. Co pilot's a monkey. You don't know why. <laughs> Does anybody know this? I used to be somebody, but now I am somebody else. It's gotta be you. <laughs> Way back from the hands. <laughs> uh, Who I'll be tomorrow is everybody's guess. This is Jeff Bridges. Yeah, uh, see, wow. I like I like okay. his shit though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plays from the um, what was that? Crazy Heart. Yeah. Crazy Heart from the Crazy, Crazy Heart yeah. soundtrack where he yeah. he sang all his own music and played yeah. guitar. But he's put out albums too, okay. and they're all like in that vein. Um, yeah, but that's passable. Like, plus this is late in his career. Yeah, uh, so he's had that experience. I think he's earned the chance. To uh, to actually sing and put an album out, not so. just like a cash grab. Yeah, yeah, it's not just a cash grab, but he obviously holds his own. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. Um, what's his name with the Stars Born remake with Lady oh, Gaga? Bradley Cooper. He sang his own song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's yeah. that song went huge with him yeah. and Lady Gaga. So you know, give they it think to them. that broke up his marriage or whatever it was. I think they were. I could see that the, yeah. the way they chemistry. looked at each other at what was it the Oscars? Yeah, Oscars. Oh, it was, yeah. 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 I get it. Um, Ken's been looking at me like that. <laughs> weird, right? You this is our first. This is our first time in person. Yeah, this if, is if, the if, first. Yeah, this is our, the first time we've ever done this together in the same room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just probably the last. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Based yeah, on is, we're winding down. It's. <laughs> um. All right. So, Ming, I sent you. I sent you one. Uh, this is. I, I didn't put this on the list. I wanted you guys to see if you can guess. Uh, KP helped me with this one. Honored. This is so of all the instances of uh, actors turned shitty musicians, I think this might be the uh, shittiest. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Brian O'Halloran. I'm a <laughs> What the hell am I doing here? Uh, that's the most appropriate song we could have sung. <laughs> I don't here. That's why I sing it. <laughs> Everybody gets a kick out of the I'm not supposed to be here. You're trolling the Comic-Con people? I am. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, extra layer. <laughs> deep cuts, deep cuts. I want to uh, well, I, I, funny enough, uh, Rick James's estate wanted to do an album with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's big in Germany over there. Yeah. Uh, I make him Frank. <laughs> oh, big in Germany. We forgot Hasselhoff. Oh, that's Damn true. It. The Hoff. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's our. We'll save him for next year's. Yeah. <laughs> that's the- I, still, I still giggle at that. Uh, 
that video that his daughter took of him trying to eat that burger. Oh, the ha- the floor hamburger. Yeah, this is a mess. <laughs> Do you know it's so funny that you say that? Um, because this morning a Facebook memory popped up, and it just said something like, "I'm going out and I'm getting and I'm drinking. I'm going to drink to the point that I either eat a cheeseburger off the floor." Or tell the cops that the Jews started all the wars. <laughs> By the way, the best Passover ever, right? <laughs> uh, did anyone ever hear Mel Gibson's album? That's a- <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was more of a remix. They, yeah, they well, took some oh, of his... Uh, Wasn't it more speeches than his actual <laughs> yeah, music? It took, here's hey, my can you favorite. bring up that one? Yeah. Here's... <laughs> Here's my favorite thing that Mel Gibson ever said. And there's a kid in the crowd, so I'm not going to repeat uh, the really good voicemails. But he did have one where he was screaming at his then wife. Um, I w- I'm coming to burn your house down, but first you'll blow me. And I was just like, even in all, even in that moment of all that anger, like he he knew the right order. Like he, he he understood he couldn't burn it down and then ask her to blow him. But yeah. also, she obviously has a talent. <laughs> Undeniable. <laughs> I will burn everything you own, but I got to give you this. You do pretty good. <laughs> the guy was my hero for a while, too. And those tapes came out. That was also I don't like that. He made himself sound like the big bad wolf. <laughs> come burn your house down and you'll blow me first with the hairs on my chinny chin chin. <laughs> uh, what a fall from grace. Uh, I still love sugar tits. I'm sorry. It was uh, that, that was, still sugar, was my fantasy football team yeah. name that year. <laughs> sugar tits balanced everything out for me. I was like, OK, <laughs> he hates Jews and blacks and gay people and women. And he's obviously pretty fucking violent. But sugar tits. <laughs> I still like Bird he gets on a, a wire. Pass. Yeah. yeah, as soon as he did that, we're like, all right, we're on the Kurt Russell train now. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listen, everybody, thank you so much for coming out to the first and last live. Uh, I love rock I, and I think roll we just taping. ended podcasts in, like as a genre, <laughs> listen, as, a, listen. as a medium. Let's be honest here. The, the time slot is not the best for comedy. Four o'clock on a Saturday. Four on Saturday. Is uh, on a rainy, rainy, almost like Nor'easter like Saturday here yes. in Red Bank. Yeah. Uh, so don't don't blame yourselves. Don't blame the organization. It was just a, it's just a bad setup. It's just a bad time of uh, time to do a panel kind of a, a podcast thing. And uh, but give it up to the people who did come. Yeah. yeah thank you, thank you so, much. so much. Everybody. Did come uh, out. These people had the balls to come out yes. and listen yeah. to us live. And to be honest with you, uh, it's always a lot of fun getting together with some of my great friends, especially uh, really funny great friends are always good. So I would definitely do this live again, uh, you know, in a bar. In, in maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll do it in the stalls at the Dublin House across the street in about an hour. Yeah, yeah. we could do that. The acoustics are great. Yeah. 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 Clean beer lines there. Can guarantee it. There you go. Yeah. You could tell Brian had an award speech queued up for. <laughs> Yeah, I, I already emailed. What were you talking? I, I emailed the Webbies to go. Yeah, you can put you can put that nomination down. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, before we go, uh, KP, where can people find you? I would like very much if you guys would watch uh, Escape from Jacksonville, my first full comedy album. It's free on YouTube. Check Woo! that sucker out. 
filmed filmed at a very special location where the iconic Dante came to life. Uh, Kevin Smith's Smodcast right next door to the Quick Stop. Uh, we love that. And, and uh, thank you guys for letting me be on here, man. I love you guys. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. Let's, let's hear it for KP. Come on. It's fun. <laughs> Mr. O'Halloran, where and, can people find forget, you? Don't forget your podcast yourself, American Loser. You can listen to that as well, right? Yes, it uh, it ended. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Now, we, uh, uh, my father's down in Florida, so he'll be back. American Loser, very fun show, man. And uh, I hope you guys will check that one out. These guys recorded the same studio. We love you, Ming. Thank you, Meg. Uh, Brian O'Halloran, where can the good people find you? Uh, good people can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Brian, the letter C, Brian C. O'Halloran. Uh, there you can find out where I'm appearing at different Comic-Cons, different events, different shows. It'll give you links to everything. Uh, next weekend, I'm in uh, outside of Philadelphia for a Contropolis PA. A whole bunch of us, myself, uh, Jeff Anderson, Randall himself. Uh, Scott Schiaffo and uh, the lovely Marilyn Gigliotti. Veronica will be down there for that Comic-Con. And many others. Just go to my uh, Facebook, uh, The Brian O'Halloran, for more uh, info. Plus half the people on this list that we played tonight should be there. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Corey should be there. Yeah. Uh, all right, Chip, anything coming up? Uh, just at Chip Chantry on Twitter, Instagram, all that fine stuff. And you, Ken Krantz. Uh Come see me uh, headlining Atlantic City Comedy Club Saturday, May 13th. Nice. I, I don't know where to tell you to go for tickets, but nice. you'll, you're not coming. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and much love to Ming on and the Ming boards. Chen, always. Thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah. And thank you guys again so much for coming out. We really, we really do. Jersey legend. You hung out with a Jersey legend tonight, folks. Right. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you. <laughs>